Design You Podcast, Episode 5. If you are looking for tips, tricks, and inspiration to keep your life on purpose, join us in my free Facebook community, Create the Life You Want, hashtag Design You, and surround yourself with other people choosing to live by design and not by default. Are you ready to create the life you really want? Welcome to the Design You Podcast where I talk to everyday people who know life can be done differently with a clear mindset, positive attitude, openness to growth, and their willingness to take life to the next level. Get ready to design you. Hi guys, Tina Murray here. Today I'm welcoming to the drawing board Joy Fairhall. Joy is a speaker and emotional support and guidance coach specializing in working with people going through a life-changing diagnosis or event. She has a unique insight into the emotional turmoil and support required during those challenging times. Joy has created the Three Minute to Calm and What Fills Your Heart with Joy methods, enabling people to easily create joy and happiness in their life every single day. Join me as I chat with Joy about getting curious. And action. <laughs> Love it. Joy, thank you so much for joining me to talk Design You. How are you today? I'm fabulous. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to share this with your people. Oh, thanks, Joy. What are you doing to design your best life? Well, I've done a lot of qualifications. If you've uh, attended any of my workshops, you'll see I actually roll them as a credit because (laughs) there are too many to mention. Mm -hmm. But I'm always looking at the best way to design my life and I'm currently studying um, positive psychology and well-being. So I'm always looking to... uh, to further my education so I can design not only my life but Mm. the life of others. So is that for you not only about your own education but is a big driver for you the other people or is it a combination of both? Are they equally important to you? Um, What is it? It's a combination because if the more I learn, the more Mm. I've uh, got more skills, tools and techniques in my toolkit to help Mm. others. So um, I love learning and there's so much research coming out about positive psychology and mm-hmm. I'm all about the mind and body linked to having joy and happiness in your life, as you know. So I saw this diploma and I thought, oh, yeah, I have to do this because positive, who isn't about positive psychology instead of looking at the negative aspects, mm-hmm. it's really looking at the positives. And and that's that's my life passion is looking for positive ways to uh, help people design their life. And so what's some of those positive ways that we can use? What's a tool that you've got that you can share with us? Yeah, so one that a lot of people will know is mindfulness. Positive psychology, a lot is uh, focused on mindfulness. And that uh, can be for some people a word that is you know, thrown about without really understanding. People go, oh, sure. it's meditation or it's this and it's that. However, mindfulness really is just uh, pausing. It's really just stopping and mm-hmm. going, why am I feeling this emotion or why am I responding this way or why am I feeling this anger or mm, let's get curious about it. And in the heat of the moment, it's hard to do. Mm. However, that's what mindfulness is. You don't actually um, go into a trance. It's actually just going, I am feeling anger as I drive down this uh, crowded street or someone's cut me off. Yeah. Why am I feeling like this? And then going from there because there's a saying, if you uh, can name it, you can tame it. So if you say, well, I am frustrated, 
then your mind goes, okay, frustration, what do I do for frustration? And you can move through it. Mm. And that's a simplistic way of uh, explaining it. But it just means coming back to the present and Mm. then being able to move forward from there. And, I mean, the thing is, it is about, for me, it is about having simple tools to design what it is that we want. One of the things I loved in what you said was curiosity because I think that's a nice way to reframe what what we're talking about with mindfulness because a lot of people are scared by taking that time to look at themselves. It's a, it's a big thing when you first start doing it. It's scary to go through all that layers of stuff that we've got and will always have and to really get down to what it is. So, I like if people actually think of it as a curiosity and like a little peek in and let's see what I can get out of it. I think that yeah. um, takes some of the pressure off of ourselves. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I also love the word curious, hence why I used it, because mm-hmm. you go curious and, and look at my body. I go curious and, mm. and it actually lightens you. It's a, it's a word that I find lightens you and and you become expressive and you you do become curious. As soon as you say curious, what the mind focuses on, the mind goes to. The brain's yes. lazy. It will go where it knows. So, you know, if I say don't think about a black monkey, <laughs> you think about a black monkey. So if you go to curious, mm. it takes you to a positive emotion. It takes you to that childlike emotion. Mm. And it also takes you away from anger, frustration, whatever. Um, so I often say to people, to to my clients, I go, I'm curious to know what you think about that. Mm-hmm. And it's not me, oh, what are you going there for? And they're not going, oh, my God, she's asking me to explain. Yeah. I'm curious. It, it just is an interesting word. And as you say, it, it just brings you back to the present, makes you mindful, and then you're able to explore it further. Mm. And is it something that we need to do the moment we feel that frustration or is it something that we can go away and reflect on? What What are um, your thoughts on that? It's to do it in the moment. That's what mm-hmm. mindfulness is all about. It just brings mm-hmm. you back to the present and, and it takes practice. Mm-hmm. However, if you use that sentence, I do give my, that sentence uh, to my clients. I actually call them life changes rather than clients because like you, they're designing their life. They're, they're life changing. Mm. Um, so I say to them, instead of saying, or oh, I shouldn't be feeling angry mm. or I should be doing this or I shouldn't be thinking this, go, I'm curious. Mm. Just start off with I'm curious to why I feel this. I'm curious. And it really, they've come back with it just cuts it off. It's like a poof. It's like the air going out of a balloon because yeah. it just takes away that emotion to going back to being curious. It's, it's amazing. I'd suggest everyone just go, I'm curious whenever something's arising. That's awesome. What I also am interested in because you are all about mind and body. And so what else is there that we can do on a physical level that can help us with uh, reaching that state of mindfulness or to up our levels when we're not feeling the best? Yeah, so a little bit more. You know, when I talked about curious, I was saying how the body responds. Mm. So if you're frustrated and angry, your blood pressure's going up, your skin's going red, your face is showing it, etc. So that's the whole mind-body link. Mm. So what your mind focuses on, your body goes to as well. So if you say that sentence, I'm curious, what happens? Did you see my face already? It, it softens. Absolutely. Blood pressure goes down. You're able to focus on something else and the body responds to that. It, it's really hard, you know, I say, you know, if you smile in anger, you, if you bring up a smile, the anger diminishes, diminishes as well because the body mm. automatically responds. 
So finding out something that your body will respond to quickly is the way to take out, uh, take away those negative or, or, or emotions that you don't really want to feel. Mm. And this is why I always say, what, what fills your heart with joy? You know, what's something you can think of? Can you, in a moment of anger, go think of your children or think of your dog or think mm-hmm. of your favourite place, the beach, the country, whatever it is? If you go, I'm curious about this emotion and then think of something that is joyful and, mm-hmm. and it takes practice, mm-hmm. but the more you do it, the mind will generally just go anger, I'm curious, back to joy, and then yes. it's gone. Yeah, It actually gets the body to respond. You, you relax, you're able to think more clearly, and then you feel more, more joy in your life because you're calmer. You're not having those ups and downs of emotions. Yeah, absolutely. And being calm, it's really interesting because I often talk to people about happiness and I actually feel that happiness isn't what we should be aiming for. It's contentment because contentment takes away that the up and down. Happiness is saying you're up here and then the opposite of that is a sadness. Whereas if you're content, it means the things that happen in life keep on happening, but you're not moving as as far. And a big part of that for me is about being in touch with who you are and what it is that makes makes you tick. Yeah, and look, the whole mind-body thing is um, it's just your brain's already linked to all these things that it automatically goes to. I Mm -hmm. I liken it to a computer barcode. You know the barcodes when you're swiping on a self-service at at your local supermarket? You swipe that and it goes, oh, yep, I need to respond in anger. I need Mm -hmm. to be calm. I need to be loving. But if you scratch that a little bit on their anger, by using mindfulness, using curious and mm. changing that. And when you get to anger or those situations, you scan it and go, anger, oh, no, I'm going curious, oh, no, I'm going to contentment, it won't work. So mm-hmm. once you've scratched it out and created a new one, when you scan it, it will automatically go through the new mindfulness. So sure. that's how I explain it. <laughs> I love it. I think that's a great analogy for it. And I think too, once you're getting into a positive mindset, it's actually, you're talking about you see what you need to see and your mind automatically goes places. I think if you have a positive mindset, it actually automatically goes there. So you look for the positive, you're not looking for the negative. doesn't mean you don't see the negative, but you're not looking for it first up. That's exactly right. You've just created a new barcode. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you an example. I, I recently went to Queensland and I was waiting at the carousel because I actually took luggage because I was taking quite a few things to visit an auntie. And I was waiting at the carousel and I'm waiting and my bag didn't come out. And mm-hmm. normally I don't take luggage on a carousel. I'm like, oh, well, so I went up and I said, oh, I'm just wondering if um, where my luggage is. And he goes, oh, it was left in Sydney on the, on the carousel down there, but they've bought it up. I'll go and get it. And I was just like, oh, isn't that amazing? That's fabulous. Now, I could have gone to anger. Mm-hmm. However, I'm like, oh, well, if the luggage doesn't come, that's fine. You know, it's going to be hot, although it wasn't. <laughs> However, I didn't go to anger. I was like, oh, that's a bit of a nu- nuisance. I'm curious to see if my luggage is going to turn up, <laughs> and it did. So if yeah. I'd gone to anger, it would have been a useless response because I got my luggage in the end anyway. Mm. And yeah. it's those everyday things which are the niggling things. Yes. And I think that's where we have trouble as human beings managing our happiness, for want of a better word, yeah. because it's those little things which eat away at us that really in the scheme of life aren't that important. That's right. And and the brain's an interesting thing because, you know, there's three parts of the brain and I won't go into them, but 
What happens when you get into a state where you can't think clearly? I don't know if you've ever seen those medical shows where the heart's fibrillating. It, it mm-hmm. can't get the beat. It's right. not going boom, boom. It's like fibrillating. It's like I don't remember how to do this. Well, the limbic brain does that too. When you're in a state of agitation or anger or overwhelming some sort of emotion, mm-hmm. it goes into fibrillization. And what mindfulness does is like a defib. You take a breath and it goes, okay, mm-hmm. okay, now I remember I'm on this, this, this mind track. So breathing is really important, but that's where the mindfulness is. It's like a defib for your brain. It goes, okay, that's it. I know where I'm going now. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Mm. So apart from the mindfulness, there's a much more in your toolkit. Tell us about the joy. Joy is your name, but joy is also what you bring to people. Explain that to us. Yeah, look, I I work with a lot of people who are going through something extremely difficult for them and and you can't put people into boxes of Mm -hmm. this is extremely difficult for everyone because if you lose someone, that grief is enormous and, you know, more than extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. However, I work with people who are going through what I say is a life-changing event, something where your life is just turned upside down and you feel so much overwhelm and uncertainty and fear for Mm. the future and you never think you're going to have a good life again, let Mm. alone happiness and joy, which is, you know, the extreme. Mm. So I work with people who are going through a life-changing event and it could be redundancy or divorce or grief and loss, as I've said, chronic illness diagnosis. Mm. And, and we work through how we can show them to make the best of every day and using those techniques that are easy and simple and not mm. overwhelming because everyone's over mindset work. You mm. know, we're, we're told, get your mind right, get your mind right. <laughs> but it's not that simple sometimes because okay. you've got this uh, fibrillization in your brain. So that's what I work with. I work with people to show them tools and techniques in a nurturing and healing way. I'm not a gung-ho person. I get results Mm. um, because I use the uh, psychology behind it. I use the counselling techniques and and quite a raft of other things that Mm. I'm qualified in. And we do get results and they do feel more control. And and that's what everyone wants. They want to feel in control, like you Mm. said, not having the dips and roller coaster Mm. uh, in their life. And, and giving them back sometimes when there um, isn't going to be quality of life. We want to make the best of every single day. So mm. I always say I give them joy back into their life, literally, uh, <laughs> but they also do the work as well. So that's what I do, really support people going through something difficult and challenging in their life when mm. they just feel that there's no hope. Yeah, and I think support when people don't have hope is the thing we're looking for. As human beings, we're looking for connection and a big part of that connection is being supported. And when we're going through difficult times, that's what we're looking for. And I think one of the things that really hits me is I often speak to people who are going through change and they're feeling certain emotions or they're feeling overwhelmed or that uncertainty and that word should, which you used a lot earlier on, I shouldn't feel like this. Yes. And there's no rules about you sh- what you should and shouldn't feel. We are all individuals and we need yes. to be open to understanding why we feel a certain way and to just accept sometimes that we feel a certain way. Yeah. But then to, to work with that, it's, it's about not staying in that discomfort 
Is that how you take it? Yeah, yeah, it's about being curious, you know, mm. yeah, take away the should word. I think I did a post mm. recently, should, shouldn't, I shouldn't feel this way, I should feel this way. Others don't do this, I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to feel why I feel like this. Why do I feel about that other person or I shouldn't respond to someone's posts. Why do I feel like this? Instead <laughs> of saying I'm curious to see why I've responded because that brings it back to, well, I'm actually jealous or I, I want that or mm. I'm not getting that. You know, it just takes away that. Shouldn't, shouldn't, they're banned in my, in my, <laughs> my appointments. And it's interesting, once people are, are aware of saying I shouldn't and I should, it actually changes their response. You can see I'm even thinking, well, I shouldn't say this, but, <laughs> yeah, and change it to curious. I know I keep coming back to that. No. I see it time and time again. Change it to I'm curious to know why that post upset me. Mm. I'm curious why my mum's comment upset me. And it really changes it. So it's a really interesting three words. I'm curious. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends if you've got an apostrophe or not. <laughs> you can tell my mum was an English teacher. <laughs> but the other thing with curious that you've uh, made me realise is in saying I am curious, you're taking away the judgment. You're not yes. judging yourself. You've got it. We're not judging other people. And so we're being gentler on ourselves. And how often are we being more critical to ourselves than we ever would to anyone else? Yeah. And there's a prime example of how I work. It is uh, a gentle way and give you the the words and the sentences. And then you realise how you can use them like you just did then. Oh, yes, I've just realised. So that's all. That's really, I I support myself out of work because (laughs) you get the tools and you get to use them and it's not just in the moment. It's not Mm. just during our appointments or our chats. It's it's for life. And Mm. I say I work with people so that they've got tools and tips and techniques they can use easily and effectively for life. So, yeah, that's my passion is to support people so they don't have to go through things that I've been through by myself and have had to find ways to work through. Mm. And the thing is, life does throw different things at us at different times. And yes, people could be coming to you for support through a life-changing something that happens, but something else life-changing could happen down the track. So you mentioned redundancy and perhaps death of a partner. It is probable in this day and age that that will happen, the both will happen to people. So it's about understanding that just because you've nailed it this time or almost nailed it, once you've got through one life-changing thing, life doesn't yeah. stop. Yeah. And there's opportunity that you might need to use it again and to yeah. get to those depths. But yeah. hopefully you've got the toolkits to, to help you through that and the support and know that you can ask for support. That, that, and that's so true. I, you know, I have life changes to just ring me and go, I've just done this. I just want to check in that it's right. And I'm like, well, how did it feel? I'm curious to feel how it feels. And they've absolutely just done exactly what is right for them. Mm. And they just still want to check in for that little bit of support. And, sure. and I'm happy to do that. And that's what it's all about. It's that gentle support. It's not, mm. oh, you should be doing this. And NLP says this. And the counsellor says this, psychology says this, mm-hmm. it's what's right for the person. Mm-hmm. And as I say, my way is nurturing and healing mm-hmm. and just moving forward through it. Mm. And that's why I love talking with you because you come from the place that Design You comes from. It's all individual. It's about the person. They do have the answers by looking within 
but we sometimes need support to to find those answers or just to be given a pat on the shoulder and go, yeah, you're okay, you're going in the right direction or, yeah, I'm here to hug you when you need to cry and let it out and it's okay to feel and respond. You're human. We're never going to be perfect. Yes. And it's it's what I love about your concept, Tina, is, you know, it's design you. Mm. It's about you. It's Mm. not you through someone else's eyes. It's not you as you see yourself as you should, should see that (laughs) word, should be. Yeah. You know, it's it's designing you. It's mm. designing your life. You know, I don't say perfect life because that puts, you know, like these corrals up as if you're caged into something. Sure. It's designing your life. It, it's just beautiful. And, you know, that's why we're so aligned because mm. we come from the same place. It's all about supporting others and people just to be themselves. Mm. Mm. And once you've got that, it's much easier to, it. it's not coming from a selfish, even though it's about you, it's not coming from a selfish point of view because once you do take care of yourself, it's so much easier to take care of other people. Absolutely, mm. you know, and it is, you know, you hear these comments of mothers need to look after themselves mm-hmm. first and then their children. And it's really difficult because from lifetimes, the mothers are supposed to be there for the kids, this, you know, and they're supposed to be there for their partner or whoever else. Mm-hmm. And um, my mum used to call it the burnt chop syndrome. <laughs> in in her day, the burnt chop went to the person who cooked it um, <laughs> and everyone else in the family got the good ones. You mm-hmm. know, why do we do that? Why, if we've spent the time to do that, if there's a burnt chop, put it to the side and cook another one perfect for you. Yeah. Why should we have the burnt chop? Yeah. So it's a really interesting analogy and I still use it to this day because I know when I'm serving, I'll give everyone else the best. Of course. And I'll have the burnt chop, but I don't eat chops. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's an interesting analogy when you look at it and go, am I doing the burnt chop? And mm. you're like, I actually am. Mm. I'm curious to know why I do that. <laughs> And it's a default for many of us and not to generalise but often for women, as you say, I hear it a lot. Yeah, it is. And, you know, they're the things that I work on is that little computer code that says we need Mm. a job. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Now, one of the things that you do work with is your three minutes of calm. So can you please explain that a little bit and then um, give us links so people can find it? Yes. Yeah, so um, because I do work with people who are overwhelmed or uh, feel in a situation where they're out of control and uncertain, I, I've tied back a method that I've created. I created uh, this method because I wanted something that was quick and easy because mm-hmm. we can all go and be mindful and you can do that on the train. We can all go for a retreat for three days and then come back and we mm-hmm. retreat and come back. Uh, however, I wanted to create a method that was really quick easy to learn, something that was suitable for all ages. So this method suitable for uh, young children as long as they can recognise colours or associate to colours. Mm-hmm. And you can use it anytime, anywhere, easily and effectively, as I said. So that's what I'm all about. And and what breathing does, it calms that limbic brain. It mm-hmm. defibs your brain. So three minute to calm is a method of breathing. We all know how breathing calms the mind, calms the body and allows you to think clearly. And it's a method you can learn uh, very simply. And yeah, it's on my website, which is uh, mindbodyjoy.com.au. I have a video there that will give you the instructions and take you through it. And there's also PDF to download. So 
if you want to download it. So I've got visual and written for everyone. <laughs> um, and it, it's had really, really good results uh, for people because, as I said, once you you've understand the concept and do it, it's actually a form of mindfulness and it's also a way to calm the body down. So I've had uh, young mums with babies in the middle of the night who go, oh, I need my three minutes to calm and then they're off or in the car. So it's a really easy and effective method. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so mindbodyjoy.com.au. Just need to put your email in there and it'll be sent straight to you. Awesome. So one question I ask many people is in 50 years' time, what does that look like for you? What would your 50 years plan be? 50 years' time. 50 years. Uh, 50? 50? Go for it. You're living forever. (laughs) Wow. Well, I will have had a letter from the Queen by then (laughs) (laughs) congratulating me on how fit and sprightly I am and how joyful I've lived my life Beautiful, and the list of people that I've supported to joy and happiness along their way. So that would be my letter from the Queen, if she's still alive, whoever (laughs) the Queen may be at that time, or King. (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. And what would you like to leave with us for the Design New community if we were looking to design our best life? What would you suggest? Yeah, and it's actually my tagline is just um, we're creating tomorrow's memories today. Mm -hmm. So make sure you fill them with good ones and fill every single day with joy. That is so beautiful. (laughs) Joy, you are a joy. (laughs) Well named. Tina, I've loved being on here and... um, You know, if it's struck a chord with anyone, I know with life-changing events, anything that I've I've mentioned has brought up anything, do talk it out, seek support and, um, yeah, don't just sit there and and worry about any words that may have affected you today during this podcast. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you for that additional message. It's awesome and um, really appreciate everything you've brought, the three minutes to come. We're going to be calm, we're going to be curious and we're going to be joyful. (laughs) Thanks, Perfect. Joy. Thank you so much, Tina, and thank you for the great work you do for you, uh, for all the community and the other communities that you're in as well. Oh, thanks, Joy. Appreciate it. Are you ready to create the life you want? Pop over to tinamurray.com to grab your free copy of the Design New Cheat Sheet and start creating the life you want right now. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Design New Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at tinamurray.com. Can't wait to see what you create as you design it, communicate it, and live it.